Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. You feel so proud of yourself. You're like, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. this, is, this is great. And then you're like, oh, let me go ahead. And I don't know if it's self-sabotage or overconfidence. Welcome to Real WW Talk, the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the WW, formerly Weight Watchers, plan. I'm the Aaron part of the trio. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW, what we've learned, what we struggled with, and what our goals are for the coming week. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are, just real talk, because we can't change if we aren't willing to get real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, Ricky got cocky with a jar of Nutella. Candace notices that we have a theme of overconfidence in our respective journeys. And I share how I'm realizing it can be harmful to keep dipping back into the past for what worked then. Are you ready? Let's talk. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candace. I'm Ricky. So ladies, um, let's talk about how last week went because both Candace and I were in a very fragile place. We wanted to give up and forget about everything. And Ricky was like the queen of momentum Mm -hmm. and losing weight and like dedicated. So who went off the rails, stayed off the rails, who got on the rails, who was already on the rails and staying there? What's what happened? Who wants to go first? I guess I'll share. Um, So I went off the rails a little bit. I think um, I hadn't gotten into the whole, like, it's the end of the year, you know, I don't care kind of thing. But then I did, especially when Nutella uh, came into the house. I need to take ownership of that. I brought Nutella into the house. And that's something that I don't typically do because it's a trigger for me. And it's something that I don't just take a spoonful of and then I'm done. Um, I did, um, if anyone saw our videos, I did make Nutella chips. That was my intention. But um, it was uh, a little labor intensive, <laughs> if you will. Um, yeah. But they so, looked amazing. And, and yeah. Ricky might have been mentioning, we have an Instagram account. So you can follow mm-hmm. us there at Real WW Talk. We've got a lot of uh, reels and cooking hacks, things that we're mm-hmm. making as part of our journey. Ricky, yeah. I thought that was amazing. Like, uh, to be honest, when I saw you put that up, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, Ricky's completely in control of her week. I would never have known that that was 
But, but mm-hmm. I think though, I love your honesty in that. Mm-hmm. And I love, to me, that was taking control of the situation mm-hmm. by, by course correcting and measuring out. So I don't see that as a, to me, I don't see that as a fail. Yeah. And I think one a reason why I was describing myself as getting cocky with it is because I had three weeks in a row of, of losing weight. And for me, I've been on this pattern, this journey for a long time, but I've had this pattern of I do well for two weeks and then I like I gain and do well for two weeks that I gain. And it, it's it may not be a big game, but it's enough that I haven't seen a huge, you know, loss in a while. Mm-hmm. Um but I broke that pattern. So I'm, I'm definitely want, like, I'm going to grab onto that momentum, even though I did gain this week. Um, I'm going to keep going forward and just not, you know, there's some times where I think, you know, I want to be in a mindset where I'm like, I can bring anything in the house and control it. But I think part of the control needs to be not doing things too soon or not triggering myself or putting myself in situations where I have things in the house that's going to just make it difficult for me to even go into the kitchen without thinking about it. So, um, yeah. I can really relate to that because I think that we always feel that we can handle certain things sometimes. Like with the Nutella, for me, it's when I go to the grocery store and I might get a piece of tiramisu uh, cause Whole Foods has some incredible tiramisu that you should not get. Don't do it to yourself. <laughs> um, but you think that you can control yourself. You're like, you know, I'm just going to portion it out and I'm going to, but then it's there and, and things can kind of go awry. So I definitely understand. I think similar to you, I started off with a really good week and Aaron and I were texting cause you all saw us last week saying that we wanted to make that our January one. And not wait until the new year, until the actual January one, which is my favorite day of the year, is January 1st, because I'm all about new starts. And I think I did okay with the accountability, but I did towards the end kind of fall into what Ricky was talking about too, which is kind of a, okay, I've had a couple, yours was a couple good weeks. Mine was a couple, a few good days. And I was like, I'm doing great. I'm doing awesome. That cake's not going to be a problem. And then it was. So I need to be humbled as well and reminding myself that boundaries are every day and that I need to be honest about what I can control. But the scale was okay for me this week. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be because I did not go full out like I would have if I had waited until January 1. So, but what about you, Erin? Um, I, I really appreciate it. So normally during the week, uh, Candace and Ricky talk together on Marco Polo and I just haven't ventured over there cause it's one more app and I'm a social media director and I have 5 million apps and I just like can't, and it doesn't mean that I don't want to be over there with them, but I'm just my, my space through the, through the week is very, very minimal. Uh, but I did something this week and that was, I reached out to Candace cause I knew she was struggling and I thought I am, I am struggling and she's struggling. We're either going to pull each other up or we're going to pull each other down. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> something's going to happen. And um, I'm really glad that I did reach out to you because it was extremely helpful for me to get the ball going. Yeah. And Saturday was really hard, mm-hmm. like just going to make breakfast, all of the landmines. And mm-hmm. Candace had a great idea to start of what I didn't eat today and all of the things that we said no to. And that even just helped like my mind's shift. And by the time like Saturday was really difficult but I got to Sunday and Sunday was a little bit better, followed through, got to Monday. Monday was even better. 
And it doesn't mean that I didn't uh, enjoy the things that already existed, like the chips and the dips and the gingerbread cake. But I did go through and I tracked them and I paired. Ricky, I remember you saying something that your nutritionist had said about pairing it with protein or, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, fresh fruits and vegetables. And so my potato chips, I paired with cucumber slices to go along with the dip. So the the dip shared space with, uh, you know, organic, fresh things and non-fresh things. They waited in the pool together and it really helped me. Uh, get back on track. I'm actually down two pounds this week and I'm really proud of that. So my, here's my trip up though for this week is I have a really good week and then I get overconfident and I relax. Mm -hmm. So, so my challenge to myself this week, I'm probably starting our, what are our goals for the week a little too early, but I'm really motivated Mm -hmm. to, um, to not mess this up. I, I are you all seeing a theme though? Like all of us are talking about overconfidence. Mm-hmm. Ricky's was a few weeks. Mine was a few days. Erin had a great week. And then she's like, I feel like that could come. Mm-hmm. I think that's something, you know, ah, I know the title was something else, but it's like right. overconfidence in your plan mm-hmm. is something that I think can happen, especially when you've been doing it as long as we have mm-hmm. and you kind of know how it goes. Mm-hmm. So Aaron, I definitely understand what you're saying because it's, it, you feel so proud of yourself. You're mm-hmm. like, I'm doing this. Like, yeah. this, is, this is great. And then you're like, oh, let me go ahead. And I don't know if it's self-sabotage or overconfidence. I think too, one thing I wanted to add is that I think we talk about comparing ourselves to our previous self and how we shouldn't do that with our previous weights or our previous weight loss and success because we're in a different place. Our bodies are different. But I think that goes with the, the, what we're talking about today too. Oh yeah. I used to be at a point maybe five years ago where I could have these, you know, Lindor chocolate truffles in the fridge and I would take one at a time and I'd have one every day. I can't do that today, but I want to say, well, I did it before I can do it again. And, and that sounds so positive. That is a positive thing. It's great to have that attitude. But my mindset right now may not match where it was at one point before. So if I know it's going to trigger me or if I even have some degree of like, oh, maybe it's not a good choice that I probably shouldn't do it. Yeah. And it doesn't mean I can't do it in the future. Right. But it also may mean, too, that you can't do it in the future. And I think, mm-hmm. honestly, being able to hold that in each hand and go, that is okay. There's nothing defective with me. There's nothing wrong with me. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. And it also, I think that we spend so much time trying to repeat and remind ourselves of things in the past that we forget that there are new things in the future and where Lindor truffles may have been a great thing in the past that helped propel us forward in the journey. There may be Theo chocolate in the future (laughs) or, you know, something else, or maybe it's not Theo chocolate. Maybe it's the pink pineapple that you spent $50 (laughs) on that everyone's talking about on Instagram. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I realized that I spend far too much time thinking about what I did in the past, what worked Mm -hmm. in the past instead of what could work in the future, because the past we always dwell on and go back to what is known or what was known because Mm -hmm. that's where comfort is. Mm -hmm. And I'm challenging myself to not dwell in comfort. And that feels very, 
very scary. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're creatures of habit, right? I mean, we we go back to those things that make us feel comfortable or have given us comfort before. That's why we have comfort foods and why, mm-hmm. you know, we go for macaroni and cheese at a certain time of year. Or, you know, it's that seasonal, like we talked about a few weeks ago, that seasonal drink that's only at Starbucks, you know, in the winter. It's It's given us comfort in the past. So we think... Well, if I'm feeling down now, or even if I'm not feeling down, if I want a sense of of comfort in a world and in a time where things, everything is different, sometimes we just do things because we're like, I, I want to feel comforted right now. Yeah. And I think even when you don't even get the, the high or the rush that you used to from the thing. And, uh, you know, if you, my thing was eggnog. Like I, I love eggnog. And during the holidays, like I'm like, I can't wait. I can't wait for eggnog to be a thing. And then I had it this year and it wasn't, it was, it was underwhelming. I mean, it was fine. I, I still like it, but I feel like maybe it was the brand or I don't know, but it didn't give me that same satisfaction, but I wanted to be able to say I can have it. I think mm-hmm. I still have that like, you know, whether it be the Nutella or the piece of cake or whatever, where it's not even the food. It's just the, the idea that I don't have to tell myself, no, mm-hmm. I can have this thing and um, I'm going to make it fit. Darn it. Because in the past, I don't have to say no. And I, I don't want to say no to myself. Mm-hmm. And I think that kind of fits into what we're saying, because in the past, that may have worked. But right now I can choose something different. And if I did, would that be a bad thing? Like, why mm-hmm. am I scared that I could have something that may be different? Mm-hmm. And I'm worried that it might feel like it's a boundary or feel like it's mm-hmm. it's it's putting me back. Why you know? do you think we want to repeat so much of the past? Ricky said it's comfortable. It's known. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we know it. Yeah, We don't know. We don't know what we don't know. That's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it does provide us with a sense of like what's familiar. Like I, like leaving my job this year. I it was incredibly scary. It was incredibly challenging. I didn't know anything about working for a public school system versus working. I'd been at my job for ten years, and I I had been thinking about leaving for a while just because I wanted to advance my career and try something different, but it was scary. So I didn't make the changes for a while. And I think there was comfort in the known. There's comfort in what's familiar, familiar people, familiar things, you know, familiar routines. I think that's why even just changing a workout or, you know, taking a different route to work when we will (laughs) drive to work, why do we drive the same way if there's other ways? Uh, You know, it's what's familiar. And I think there's, there's a sense of like, rightness (laughs) and in that sometimes too. And I also think we're programmed to think, to focus on what could go wrong sometimes versus what could go right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's what could happen if I change my job and I don't like it. And the here, at least I know in your example, Ricky, that my pay is secure and I know these people, but what if I go there and I don't like the people and then what's going to happen instead Mm -hmm. of saying, this is a big opportunity. I could learn something new. I definitely start to look at the negative instead of the positive mm-hmm. when it comes to change or something that is unfamiliar. So you, that's, that's my, do you think that within our food journeys to on our health journeys that we're more willing to take 
a risk in something new or do you feel like we're almost pushed into something new on our, on our journeys? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I think a lot of times, like, especially with the Instagram community and, and all the different things, there's a lot of things that it's like trending, like the, the chaffle thing that I, I do want to try, you know, the, and just all these other things that are like, okay, try this. And, and this person's had success. I'm going to try that. And then what if I don't like it? You know, it, it's okay if I don't, but I think sometimes a barrier can be in my head. I've already told myself what well, I per- like, for example, I don't like shrimp. So if I see something with shrimp, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to like it. I don't even want to try it. Like it's going to taste this way. Or, but, but what if that dish, if, if it's made modifications, what if that's my new favorite thing? And what if that I have success that week because I made this, you know, three, four point meal, whatever it is. Um, but I think half the time the barrier is in my head, I've already told myself that it's not going to work or it's not going to be successful. I think the same thing happens with working out. Like, mm-hmm. I'll never forget at my old gym that on the floor, when you walked in, it was like, you know, you already, you've already done the hardest part, which was walking through the door. But how many times is it that I told myself I'm sitting on the couch, I'm comfortable. Like I'll do a workout at home in a couple hours. I'll, you know, like you've already talked yourself out of doing the thing that's a little uncomfortable. And, and now you're still sitting on the couch comfortable, but you're not progressing. Yeah. Go back to September, me and zucchini. <clears throat> Case closed. <laughs> I hate zucchini. I will not try it. It's the worst. I don't like vegetables. I don't like this thing. Aaron's like, just put some cheese on it. No, that sounds horrible. I don't want any. Try this recipe. Oh my gosh, zucchini is the best. I mean, but you know, but Aaron, I wonder what you think about it too, because you, you pose the question, mm-hmm. but I think that you know, you probably have a lot to, of insight to bring to this topic because of some of the things that you've talked about in the past. Well, as Ricky was talking, my, you know, I'll ask questions that I don't always know the answers to just to kind of, cause I'm a, I'm a thinker and I like to figure things out. But I was thinking that, you know, especially at this time of year with the fresh starts and everybody wants to go big, right? Mm-hmm. And, and same thing for myself there is something to be said and why we hear so often from WW make small incremental changes. And it's because when we make these really big grandiose things, we are upsetting our comfort. We are upsetting what we know. And our nature is to revert to what makes us comfortable. And so if I've come over here and I've literally changed absolutely everything then I am completely uncomfortable. Then that means the faster I'm going to run back to what was comfortable. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I had just started with one little thing, I still have some comfort, 
but I'm adding a little piece here. And then this piece then becomes comfortable. And then I can add another thing. And I'm staying within my, I'm staying within comfort while trying something new. And it just makes it so much easier to adjust and to do. I, I completely empathize with Ricky, what you're saying about, you know, major job change. That's something I've been thinking about. I've actually been really uncomfortable since April of 2019. I walked into work one day doing the job that I was doing and I stopped work that day, having taken on a completely new role, a completely new department. And I did that for for uh, seven months without anyone knowing <laughs> until I made it public. And it also meant then giving up something that was comfort. And then I, I stepped completely into that new role and did that for four months. And then COVID came along and wiped out my job. <laughs> so then I had to completely reinvent for the entire year. So how do you reinvent a job that doesn't exist in terms of COVID? Mm -hmm. And I've like, was able to finally pinpoint why I have been battling the depression and the anxiety and, you know, all of this for now, what equates to well over a year and a half and it's because I don't have any comfort. Mm. And I catch myself trying to reinvent things that made me comfortable mm -hmm. when in reality, that's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be leaning completely into the new and, and reinventing where there isn't comfort. But what does give me comfort is I know who I am. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I bring to the table and I'm learning how to speak up for what I need. So I'm, I'm, searching for comfort in different ways, if yeah. that makes sense. I'm making a, a new set mm -hmm. of comfort. And the funny thing is where I've been reaching for comfort has been food and mm -hmm. my food journey, because that is always dependable. I always know food will, will make me feel good, even though it doesn't once I've consumed the bag of chips, mm -hmm. right? Or the jar of Nutella or whatever <laughs> it is. And I've just realized that I trade comfort spaces mm -hmm. and I need to not do yeah. that. Mm -hmm. So for me, mentality going into 2021 is I have this program that I'm comfortable with. I know that it works. Why am I trying to bring old attitudes mm -hmm. to that I've worked so hard to get rid of into this new space. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny that this is 10 years, but it still feels new, mm -hmm. right? Like that's what boggles my mind. Yeah. We're all so similar. I always just am fascinated about the similarities in different ways between our journeys, both professionally, personally, weight wise. I think it's all tied in together, mm -hmm. you know, and I wonder if we all could, you know, make a concerted effort to look back over all of the changes because we've 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 been on this earth for a good little while, you know, not not as long as some longer than most, you know. But but I do feel hey now that we watch have. yourself, <laughs> you know, well, some a little longer, some a little less. No, but but I do feel that we could all draw on times that we were really afraid of change, or mm -hmm. and it never ever has been nearly as bad as we thought it would be. 
and never, you know, all the buildup and all of the worry about what it could mean and what am I going to do in this job or how's it going to be? It never ever just ends up being as bad, nearly as bad as you think it's going to be. And anyway, in some ways it's so much better. And you look back and you go, why was I fighting that for Mm -hmm. so long? Mm -hmm. Like, this is awesome. So I, I, I am challenging myself to do that in this new year. When something is so scary, whether it be trying the zucchini or trying the new job or you know, putting yourself out there, Aaron, like you're talking about in the different roles that don't exist and having to create different things, finding the excitement in it because we do have and I, we, we draw on our past behaviors and we do have things to show us that tends to work out in our favor if we can get past the fear. Yeah. And I think a huge part of that, I've, I've heard this, you know, you never want to listen to your mother's words when you're younger. <laughs> and the, But I hear it from so many other people too that have confirmed it. I, I know that I need to write things down for that reason because mm-hmm. I, I've never been a big journaler, like maybe a little bit as a kid, but as I'm an adult, I think sometimes we do forget the successes. I think sometimes we do forget um, how we've overcome different things or, you know, like you're saying, you guys are saying there have been times when I was sure like, oh, this is going to be the worst experience ever. Like, you know, like you're saying, Candace changing the job, whatever it is, I've built it up in my head that it's going to be horrible, but it happened and it wasn't. And it was sometimes even so 10 times better than I thought it could have been. But if I don't write that down, when I get to another challenge, I think it's that much easier to say, uh, you know, oh yeah, I remember when, you know, I changed jobs and it wasn't that bad, but this is going to be really bad, (laughs) you know? But I think that's why I think journaling and writing things down and even if it's a gratitude journal or prayer journal, whatever it is, I think will help us to remember And not to just really quickly on that point, and then I promise I'll be quiet, but the African, the the African American History Museum in Washington, D.C., this ties back into WW. Oprah, as you know, is one of the co-owners now of WW or business. And that museum, I think, too. (laughs) Yeah, but she's a journaler. And if you've ever been to the museum, if you haven't, I highly recommend it. Um, They have her journal in there from before the Oprah show started. And if you know anything about her story, she was a reporter here in Baltimore. And she was kind of, she was writing down before Oprah show happened, her fears, I think it was like her fears about what was coming because they took her from the anchor show. They were like, we're not gonna have you as an anchor. We're gonna give you this little thing. They will call it Oprah. You know, you can do it on the side. And she was expressing her fear. And she has the journal before the day started. And to me, just powerful with what we're talking about. Had she not had that change, she would not be the Oprah that we know right now. But she was fearful and she was concerned and she wrote it down, like you said, Ricky. And that journal is there and you can read her entry before it started. And to me, I'm like, come on now. Like (laughs) she she didn't know what was coming, but she, she did it. 
Mm-hmm. And I hope that that's I love, like a lesson for us. I love, yeah. so as a person of faith, this, I truly believe this, that God will use your greatest fear mm-hmm. to bring about your greatest impact on others. Mm-hmm. Because once, once you move and tackle that fear, this world opens up and you're able, you then become passionate about helping someone else conquer whatever that fear is, mm-hmm. where that obstacle is removed. And it will be used for someone else's benefit. It yeah. will. I firmly believe it. Yeah, I too. Uh, so uh, we've got to get going over to our our uh, Saturday morning workshop. But before we do, we want to highlight a, another coach. I attended this week as part of me just trying to really January won this thing, get it back on track. Uh, Sophie W., which her name may sound unfamiliar in this regard, but if I say tracking is the new black within the uh, WW community, that might be more familiar. This is who she is. She's on Instagram as well. Really well-run meeting. She is an absolute pro. Uh, You feel her love and compassion and passion for the program the way that she talked to everyone in the meeting, I just loved. And she had a really great handle uh, on uh, inviting the people to talk and then also to stop talking. (laughs) And Stephanie, who uh, was highlighted, Candace, I think you highlighted her what last week, was it Tara? Tara, she is also the uh, admin as well for Sophie. And just, I mean, the chat section makes a really fun chat and yeah, really, really great. So if you get a chance this week, you're looking for a national meeting coach, try Sophie W, Sophie W, because I thought she was great. (laughs) And now it's up to Ricky. Ricky has to find, Ricky's going to find it. Yeah, it's great that these national meetings are available because there's so many options and different times and then different people because we all have different personalities. So I'm excited. I'll I'll bring back to you guys another leader next week. (laughs) Well, on that note, we wish you well. We hope that you have an awesome week, a fresh start, or maybe it's a don't blow the great week that you had last week. (laughs) and uh, we'll see you later we're off to go catch our local meeting and hope you get a chance to catch one as well real ww talk is recorded live every saturday morning at 8 a.m in the real ww talk facebook group and real ww talk youtube channel just search real ww talk to find us and if you're on instagram we're there too our username is, you guessed it, Real WW Talk. <laughs> we'd love to hear about your week and your goals, and we'd love to cheer you on too. So join in the Real WW Talk community on each of these platforms. It's a great support network. And when you have a moment, would you rate and review this podcast so others can find and know they aren't alone in their journey either? Thanks so much. On behalf of Candace and Ricky and myself, bye. bye. bye.